You may have noticed from the title of this podcast that it is Mint One Live and that my audio quality is terrible. Hello, Rob. How are you? <laughs> Hello. I'm well. And as weird as it sounds, I wish my audio quality were terrible because it would mean I'm with you in New York. But un- unfortunately, Token Gamer decided at the last minute, no, we can't really do it at the moment. We're a bit busy. And now we massively regret it because it looks um, supremely awesome. And I hear it is. Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. I mean, you, you just as a side point, you were saying on the last podcast, you've been out and about here, there, and everywhere lately. So, you know, yeah. I think uh, justified in a sense to be at home. You know, just kind of wind no, down for a bit. It was suppose, a mistake. But... No, no, no. You don't sugarcoat it. It, it was a mistake. Um, but yeah, so this episode will be um, we're, we're going to use this as practice because we want to start doing some live episodes, um, also yeah. live with video. So uh, this will not be as polished as usual, although we're not that polished, even uh, at the best of times. So yeah, this will be live. There won't be uh, any cuts unless we go really, really off book, um, which we're we're prone to doing. Um, But yeah, so New York, John's in New York. I'm still uh, in London um, and sad. Uh, How's it been? Um, NFT NYC 2022 has been just, uh, words can't describe what an incredible week it's been. Um, so you're aware of when we're recording this, the, the conference literally finished 23 minutes ago. I went directly <laughs> from the show floor up to my hotel room, stuck the AirPods in, and now here I am. So you're literally getting hustle. my, <laughs> you're getting my my raw feelings, literally just as NFT NYC 2022 wraps up, barring any after parties that happened this evening. Um, but man, it's been what an incredible event it's been. Obviously, I was here as uh, part of the Atomic Club team. We had seven or eight members of our team on the ground, you know, Jonah and Fabian and uh, our legal team and some marketing guys. Uh, and if you've been following uh, Tomic Club on Twitter or NFT Insider or me personally, uh, Hydropower, I've been doing some live on the ground videos from uh, from Times Square, from the from the show floor, and um, did some of Jonah's talk, of William Quigley's talk as well. Um, it's been just an unbelievably insane week. Um, as a first-timer in the US and as a first-timer in New York City, uh, I didn't really know what to expect, if I was honest. It, New York's one of those places where that you hear so much about. You know, it's mm. it's the center of the world and, and all this. And uh, until you're you're there and can experience it in the flesh, you, I, I think all of all of the things people say about New York can't quite live up to the uh, the atmosphere and the kind of the presence that the place has, and just how busy it is. Like, I mean, you know, me, you, Rob, we're both from the UK. You know, and outside London, if you go to kind of any any city or any town, you know, there's usually there's one thing happening, and that'll be the most exciting thing to happen all day. So, oh, there's some roadworks happening, <laughs> or hey, the circus is in town, or <laughs> you know, um, you're making oh, us no, sound no. like yokels. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the circus not quite is that bad, but <laughs> literally in NYC, you can you, you walk down the street and there's five six different things happening at once so I, I literally i was i just left a walgreens earlier you were saying before the podcast you've got a mad monk um i've gone full uh, america and got a gatorade so that's uh oh, that's fueling me at the moment. Yeah, yeah they're nice I've, I've also bought a uh a metric um bleep load of hershey's chocolate which doesn't taste like sick i, I don't know why people say it does it's actually quite nice anyway that's off topic um, i was in although what i'm about to say is off topic as well um, i was stood in times square earlier and all happening at the same time was 
the naked cowboy who was a guy with a guitar. Some guy oh, getting yeah, arrested. Um, Elmo, Mario, uh, all the Times Square sure. has <laughs> like loads of tourists everywhere. I could hear like three different languages in my ear all at once. Um, obviously, the sound of the traffic and the noise and just the just the. I mean, it's been raining today, so also kind of weather and wind. It's just it's, you step outside and everything happens at once. That's New York City and. NY, NFT NYC has just amplified that 10 times you know um, so just a quick I, also I can't talk about everybody that I've spoken to this week or everybody that I've met but um, I got to meet William Quigley in person there was a, a rooftop uh, mixer for, for Wax for the Wax blockchain and anyone who is anyone um, in Wax was there you know you had the you had the Wax team you know you had William Quigley you had Michael Rubinelli you had uh, you had Yoshi you had Schnazzy um, on the community side that some of you are knowing from from our side, you know, Jonah, Fabian, Martin, um, Alex, our legal guy, um, Josh from Stratton Studios was there actually as well, um, who's building the, the Wax legend. FTK. Um, but also, you know, people from NFT Hive and some of the block producers and uh, all the influencers that you're known of, you know, Crypto Stash, uh, Miss Teen Crypto, uh, Ken Bosak turned up. Um, some of the collections as well. I think uh, Creek was out and about here. Uh, I've met Recurrier. I've met the the Train of the Century guys. Those are really cool. And uh, oh man, that that mix was insane. And um, you'll have some footage from that going up on uh, on NFT Insider soon. Um, William Quigley and uh, Mike Rubin did a, a pretty nice chat on where they see the state of Wax right now, and also where they could see it going in kind of the next. Uh, 12 to 24 months as well so that was uh, that was really cool um, also they also attended uh, William Cooley's talk at a Radio City Musical that was really cool he kind of uh, talked about where wax is and where blockchain is at the moment and um, was kind of extolling the virtues um, of that chain uh, Joel and Travis from uh, the Nifty Show were there as well they also did something at Radio City Musical and they were out and about uh, I think Travis gave me a, a blockchain heroes card it's uh, oh, it's in that massive pile of cards and stickers and QR codes I've got <laughs> on my table over there but uh, that was really cool um, and yeah Jonah, Jonah gave a speech in uh, the Palladium uh, he talked about, uh, this is something we might actually maybe we could say for a future podcast episode um, but he was talking about um, the uh, the reputation problem that NFTs have uh, you know, hmm. from a public point of view you know, they're all like rich crypto bros who are all destroying the planet. And he was like, hey, you know, there's alternatives. And, you know, the people in the room right here are the people that are looking to change that narrative. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's definitely a podcast episode, I think. I mean, it's, sure. a, it's a little bit like what Dave and I spoke about with how gamers see um, crypto uh, and I think a lot of the NFT stuff is is the same. In fact, I wanted to ask you about um, the protesters, which <laughs> I, the media made it out like there were just the streets were lined with them. But I've heard from people that there was just like a small crowd. Yeah. So this, I mean, on, on the ground here, I probably can't tell just quite. Uh, what impact that had on kind of the outside world and you know through through world media but um so, so yes i think it was either the first day or the second day there was about 25 to 30 protesters and <laughs> I, I i will explain because it's not quite how it appears so 
all the signs they were holding were, if you're aware of the uh, the Westboro Baptist Church and the kind uh, yeah. of signs that, that they <laughs> yeah, hold. I was going to bring them up. <laughs> where, you know, I, I obviously can't say some of the words that they use, but, you know, it's, it's God hates particular nasty yeah. words and other other such signs which are quite, you know, quite divisive and very wrong. Um, but there were basically those types of signs, but changed to be targeted towards the, the NFT space. So there were signs saying, like, God hates NFTs and NFTs make you a sinner and just all of this yep. very out there stuff. And um, as you said, a lot Metallic of the media... Metallic is pe- the Antichrist. Yes, that was brilliant. So a lot of the media picked up on this as, as legit, as kind of legitimate, um, you know, protesters towards NFT NYC. But it turns out, and I think uh, Watcher Guru were the first people to report this, that that was a paid stunt by a particular person within the NFT community who just thought it would be funny. <laughs> so no he, way. Yeah, so but... he, he paid he paid 20, 25, 30 people with these sites. It kind of have been cheap. It must have been fairly pricey, but yeah, he was like, yeah, I thought it'd be a laugh and I knew the media would like kick up a fuss about it. So yeah, I just... <laughs> okay, I so I need to do this on pod. Um, my friend, Christian... Um, yesterday me and him were talking about these protesters and I was sending him the pictures and he said that group of protesters are so perfectly diverse I bet they're paid actors he said that he said that before this broke that that is incredible shout from him and I was like what do you mean he's like look at it they're all like different races and different ages and it's just all too perfect there's no way this must be this must be like paid extras I can't believe he's right about that that's amazing (laughs) yeah so I think that was kind of the in terms of like traditional media, you know, your tier ones, that was the biggest piece of news to come out of NFT NYC. And it turns out it was an inside joke. So <laughs> there we oh, go. Oh, that's but funny. Hey, it, it definitely put a lot of the world's eyes on the event. So I guess in that respect, it worked. Um, yeah. Speaking of the media, kind of the media presence at NFT NYC was insane. Um, of course, we had like the traditional crypto media, you know, your, your Cointelegraph, your Cointesk, your NFT Evening, myself, NFT Now, all, all of those guys were there. Um, but it was interesting to see how many people from the traditional media were there. Uh, so, you know, uh, New York Times were there. Um, some people from Twitter were floating around. Um, oh, I've got to mention the, the NFT, the movie guys who have been like interviewing and recording mm. people for the last like 18 months, two years. They were there. Um, I believe they, um, I wasn't there at the time, but I believe they actually got to um, get, I think it was uh, some of our biz dev team from Atomic Cub on camera as part of that. So that's really, really cool. Um, but no, they, they were floating around. It, it, it's crazy just how much uh, this event has done to. Um, I mean, you know, the, the traditional media narrative is still that you know um, NFTs are destroying the planet, and there's no real use case for them. Well, I don't see how uh, they will sit in um, in you know this Web three age that we that we're entering. Mm. Um, but but the fact that there were so many media personnel there was uh, was incredible, and from some of the media previews. Um, I've been to, I'm not going to name names just in case they don't want me to, but I was at a particular uh, media preview on Tuesday and um, alongside myself, there were uh, founders, one of the co-founders of quite a big um, crypto media publication, but also somebody quite high up at Twitter. And he was like the last person I'd expect to see at like a media preview for like a, a pretty decently sized NFT collection. 
But no, he introduced himself, mm. and shook his hand, and I was like, oh, where are you from? He was like, oh, I'm from Twitter. I was like, huh, okay. Mm. You know, it's not just... It's not just crypto media. It's not just crypto bros. It's not just collectors. It's not just people interested in the space or, you know, people that, you know, um, like the NFT space. So, you know, your, your Gary V's and your Madonna. Funny enough, I think Madonna's at an after party tonight, which is, <laughs> just exposes how crazy NFT NYC is. But um, anyway, you know, it's it's people you really wouldn't expect that um, you know, are pretty high up at, at certain companies and, um, you know, there's some investment groups and things here. And they're just trying to suss the nft space they're trying to figure out what this is all about you know mm. you, you don't get the amount of people in the center of new york city to hire out what is effectively the you know one of the most expensive hotels on times square uh, and you know hire all these big name venues you know radio city music hall and the palladium and all these other places that doesn't happen unless something something big's happening and i think that's we're starting to see people realize that it's like you know nfts and blockchain and blockchain gaming and web3 it's not going away you know there's there's serious people here with serious projects that are looking to kind of forge this new era of the internet and people are taking note and it's it's really 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 cool to see um i, I think I've, I've been talking so much here but i think what i've all i've said so far on this podcast is just like 10 percent of what the experience of NFT NYC 2022 has been and the people I've seen and kind of just the atmosphere and the projects. And I mean, if, I, I know some of you listening to this may well have been there um, on the ground. You know, some, some of the booths, Polygon had an incredible one. Tron was really cool. Wax's presence was was really, really great. And uh, hey, if, if any of you listening were able to get your hands on one of um, Atomic Hub's uh, swag packs, then um, congratulations for that. You've got something that's uh, really exclusive, and we, um, <laughs> without wanting to go into numbers, we paid a pretty penny to, to create. So <laughs> yeah, oh, I've got to know what's in them. So basically, I, I've been sharing pictures on social, but we haven't quite explained um, what's in oh, these packs. Okay. People on the ground will know. So at the Atomic Hub booth. Don't mind my um, typing, I'm just looking up the pictures. Oh, no, not of course. But um, at the Atomic Hub booth, you know, we had your typical, you know, your backlit stand, you had your desk, you had your chairs. We also had a screen that was showing live market data. So as NFTs were being sold, and we did this on the ground to a couple of people um, just to prove that it was legit. You know, you buy an NFT and it would show on this ticker on a screen. Um, So, you know, you could see farmers' coins flying past, uh, you know, I think my thoughts on that project are well known but anyway you know, there was mm, yeah. Funko NFTs and you know all sorts of different NFTs but it's on the whiteboard you could see them all going past and we had this like ticking number of how many NFTs were being created I think when we started the conference it was about 280 281 million NFTs last time I checked about half an hour ago we were at 286 so just in the space of you know this conference we've had 5 million more NFTs made on Atomic Cup um, hmm. you know and it showed the, the transaction numbers the last 24 hours but anyway the also on our booth we had a, a spin the wheel and i saw that we we had a, a vast array of prizes that you could win you know we had the the typical you know you can you, you've got stress balls and playing cards the playing cards were actually really cool we had them custom made so um you know they had the ah logo on them and in our colors but also like instead of having a jack queen and a king it was like the pictures of our merch was Really, really cool. But anyway, you know, we had that kind of stuff. We had caps. But then kind of the big money items were the shirts and the hoodies. Now, both of these came 
in these big foil packs, which is the same foil that, um, you know, card packs are made out of. So, you know, your Yu-Gi-Oh packs and your Pokemon cards, it's made out of that same material. And within cool. those would be the uh, the shirt or the hoodie. Now, the shirt, and uh, both the shirt and the hoodie, had a QR code on them that uh, were basically linked to a, a physical collectible card that was also in the packs. So, you know, if you were wearing the shirt, um, then you could scan the, the QR code on the shirt to get the corresponding NFT um, as well. So, you know, you can prove prove that you were there with NFT NYC, prove you own it, and it's really cool. The, the collectible card, the QR codes also, as well as being on the on the garments themselves, were on collectible cards that there's, like, hidden pockets within the garments to store these cards <laughs> uh, that had, like, you know, a picture of the merch with a QR code on it, like, really... Really cool stuff, um, and oh, man, they, they, when I say merch, I don't mean like your yeah, fruit of the loom teas or whatever. Like the hoodies that we got made, like I think they have this like spray effect on them. That wasn't like a computer generated. You know, we're just going to screen print it. That was our merch partners going at it with spray cans and a stencil. <laughs> so every single oh, hoodie, awesome. every single hoodie was handmade in, in, in some respect. Um, but no, that was. Have we, we given all of those away? I'm not entirely sure. We might have a few remaining. What we're going to do with those exactly? I'm not too sure. But, but yeah, no, I think um, people were very excited to to get their hands on some of the merch that we had available. So yeah, yeah there that's we go. that's cool. Those QR codes. Do you? Is it only one redeemable? I've got a follow up question. Yeah. So the basically the QR code. If you scan it and you redeem it. That's why if you scan it again, that's it. Then it'll just say, "Hey, this wallet holds this garment." Effectively, you know what you should do, right? Yep. You should put one of them on that hasn't been claimed. Go to an <laughs> after party and see how long before someone claims it off your back. <laughs> we were we were saying that when we made them. Actually, it was like, ah, oh, you know, we because we said, you know, if people don't claim these straight away, then possibly someone could do that. I mean, there were so many people at NFT NYC walking around with like. They had shirts with QR codes on them, or like, yeah. Christ, the amount of people stick. I think I shared a photo earlier today that like the hotel staff had had to put a sign in front of the water coolers, being like, "Please don't cover our water coolers in stickers." Yeah, the hotel's just been plastered, and like all the lifts are just covered in stickers. Like, it's oh, anyway, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Um, but also, something I was going to say before, I said I'd mention it. Um, on this call is that during NFT NYC they announced NFT London that's going to happen in November of this year. I can't remember the exact dates off the top of my head, but I think uh, yep. there are early bird tickets available now. Um, we haven't properly discussed this in the Atomic Hub team, but hey, if it's in London, then I'll at least be there. Um, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll definitely so. be there for that one. Um, if, if it's can't anything, afford a booth, but <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> well, we'll see. I think it's the first time they've done an event in London, so we'll let's see if the prices are a little more reasonable. But yeah, mm. if, it, if it's anything like the New York event, then it's going to be just an incredible, incredible time. And yeah, I mean, it just it sounds it sounds insane. Um, I really hope they do. I hope the London one, they put as much, you know, into it because they, they drummed up a lot of attention before the event. Um, it, it was, 
it, there was such a buzz around it before it started that um yeah if they, if they can replicate that again in london that'd be amazing it'd be just amazing to do one in europe i think it, you know maybe trot around the the continents and do one in in each continent would would be a win that would be really cool yeah i think um as much it's cool to be in N, uh, in nyc you know it's an amazing place it's not the most mm. convenient place to get to for a lot of people in europe so i um i i have to, although to say that i think in, in nyc there was a there was an awful lot of of uh, collectors and creators from europe here you know i was uh, literally about an hour ago i was speaking to uh, uh, an upcoming game called uh, heroes of arkan that is coming to wax and the creators of that are french uh, they, they flew over to NYC for. I suppose, Why the same do I reason. know that? Do you have you shown me that before? Uh, uh, possibly, yeah. But um, I've, I think they're, I've they're, got they're, that in a document somewhere. Yeah, I think they they've either got a, a sale quite soon or they're releasing quite soon. But anyway, you, um, I'm sure we'll be doing some content and NFT insider for that. But but yeah, I think something in in Europe for for all the European fans would be really cool. And something I was going to yeah, on, on that point. Um, it's crazy. Just, I mean, NYC is a very, um, you know, multicultural, international place anyway. Um, but I, I, again, I was at a media preview earlier this week, and there was this group of um, three Japanese guys. I could hear them speaking Japanese, and I was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. Are they like, you know, some small, you know, media organization from, from Japan? Uh, and then I took a closer look at their passes, and they were from Nippon TV. And they'd brought <laughs> one of these, like, huge, gigantic television cameras and I could hear they were interviewing the creator of this project, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're we're doing this for like mainstream Japanese TV. Like this is going to go in front of like millions of people, like one of our biggest TV channels." I was like, "This is this is crazy, you know." It's um, I think the more events like this we have um, to cater to to more people around the world, the better. Um, because I mean, some people have said, and I've seen some of the kind of uh, some of what's been said on social media you know does the nft space need um a physical you know event like nft nyc you know with it being such a digital space uh, you know do we need something like this and and whilst i understand that sentiment um i think nothing can um nothing can replace kind of the in-person connections and just the the whole culture and the vibe of of what we've had this week in nyc yeah. You know, um, Zoom calls and, you know, Google Meets and that are really cool. And to be fair, digital events are really cool as well. You know, we're big fans of Digicon and, you know, we're, we're exploring the idea for uh, for other digital events that may happen um, in future. Uh, but no, nothing nothing can replace meeting in person. It's, it's not just, you know, standing at a booth and seeing who comes up to you. It's, you know, the meetings you go to. But most importantly for me, I think, it's just the random people you bump into, you know. So at the wax mixer, you know, I got to speak in person for the first time for people I've, I've never been able to meet in person. You know, I've wanted to meet William Quigley in the flesh ever since I started on the wax watch, and I've had that opportunity now, you know. I had a decent chat with him, got to take some selfies, which is really cool. Um, and, 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 yeah, just, you know, Schnazzy and Michael Rubinelli and just not just people within wax, but um, creators of you know big projects on ethereum as well who are just just hanging around just you know there mm. to hang out with the community and have fun and connect with people and i think events like this are so so important for that as much as you know 
the internet is our home and digital is everything to us. I think it's it's really cool that we are able to have these in-person um, opportunities to, to just get to know each other, you know, share a drink, share some banter, just have have that interpersonal connection that's that's very difficult online. And I know I'm going to, when I fly back to the UK um, and, and I land there on, on Saturday morning and I go back and hit my desk, there's going to be people that I, I message or, you know, I, I interact with. I'm going to be like, you know, I know what you look like. I know what you sound like. You know, I know you way better than I did, you know, two weeks ago. And it's, yeah. it's those connections that are so important for, I think, the future of uh, the future of Web3 and NFTs. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. So I was just going to say, I'm fully aware that I am, uh, I'm rambling. <laughs> no, rambling no, you, lot, you're the, you're the protagonist of this, this podcast because you're in New York and I'm not. No, that's, that's fair. But, um, I think I've not really had an opportunity to kind of go into this much depth with how I, how cool I think NFT NYC has been, uh, and uh, quite frankly, how kind of privileged I am to be here. I'm incredibly thankful to the Atomic Hub team for for flying me out over here and you know putting me up on the 35th floor of, <laughs> of the Marriott with a very nice view of New York City. Um, but also, um. I've been incredibly privileged to meet so many of you guys in the community. You know, I, I spoke about Recurrier and uh, Training of the Century earlier, but I met some of the the guys from the Uplift World. Uh, I met some of the um, some of the other media people within the WAC space as well, and of course, all the people I mentioned in the uh, in the mixer. So it's been um, it, it's been an incredible experience, and I think if I were to say um, if I had any advice or you know actionable things for the um, for the listeners to to move on, um, it would be you know whether it's NFT NYC or NFT London or any big kind of Web three crypto NFT event. Um, if you have the opportunity to go to it, you know it's within your budget, it's close enough to you. Absolutely go there. Um, it's an experience like no other, and I, I, words can't describe, as I've said, just how incredible this week has been. So, um, I'm I mean, at- I'm I'm right there with you on f- physical events. I think are still important. I I think that, that when you actually people put the time to um, really pick apart why people are saying they don't think physical events are necessary, it's just some obscure vision of a matrix style pod simulation where you just exiting the real world and entering the metaverse that's not how it's going to be and it's not even desirable no. uh, and also I, like i i mean we have we've had no choice particularly during the pandemic but we've had no choice but to do zoom calls and Absolutely. meetings but the science is in on that and you don't make anywhere near the connections you do as um as if you're in person because of things like delay and lag and yeah. th- there's just so many things that disconnect you from um your usual interaction so yeah, uh, yeah I'm fully I'm fully with you now. I think, yeah, they're important and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the London one for sure. For sure. I mean, there's things I can say right now that people who have met, you know, myself and Jonah in person will, will inherently know, but, you know, you guys as listeners can only guess. Like, you know, people don't realise how short I am. People don't realise how tall Jonah is. <laughs> you know, people don't, <laughs> you know, it, it's, these, it's just these weird quirks of us as human beings that I think is difficult to get across in a digital medium. But, uh, but yeah, to get back to kind of NFT NYC in general, it's um, 
it, it, it's been incredible. I can't wait for the for the next one. I can't wait for NFT London. I can't wait for for NFT NYC 2023. You know, and um, it was on on a kind of the terms of who uh, on a project basis was there. You know, you had all your big blockchains, all your big marketplaces, um, all your big collections. Um, if, well, if they weren't in NFT NYC themselves, then they were doing events um, kind of elsewhere. But in terms of the uh, attendees, um, it was very interesting. There was um, a lot of people there that, of course, you know, they were um, big, big collectors. You know, they owned Bored Apes or they owned um, Punks or whatever it would be. But also a lot of people that knew very little or next to nothing, really, about the NFT space. And we're just trying to suss out what it was about. Like not not just the you know the people from Twitter and you know um, people from VC firms and investment companies, as I was saying earlier, but people from the general public. So I, I was talking to a guy. Um, it's actually two three hours ago now. Um, my mind escapes me what his name was, um, but I, if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but basically, he's been a kind of a street artist in uh, in New York for for a very long time, a very successful one as well. And you know, he's basically trying to um, trying to kind of save kind of the traditions and the heritage of hip hop. And he's done all this kind of mm. art, and he's worked with people like Whitney Houston and you know various other people before. And I got to chatting to him earlier, and he was like. You know, I've heard so much about the future of art being in NFTs, so I'm just here to find out what it's all about. And I, being at the Atomic Club booth, there was um, there was a number of people that were just like, "Hey, you know, I'm a complete newbie to NFTs. You know, tell me, you know, what what is Atomic Club? What is Wax? Like, uh, as a user, is it user user friendly? Like, how can you get yourself with a wallet and all this kind of thing? And it's like, wow, you know, it's it, it's not just you know, people that are baked into to NFTs and the Web3 industry, it, it's generally people that are just curious and in the area and want to find out um, find out what it's all about, which was uh, kind of surprised me. Uh, something else that surprised me actually was the um, kind of the makeup of the attendees. So I think when a lot of people think of the NFT space, um, uh, they, you know, they default to crypto growth. They think, you know, young, got way too much money, you know, you're, you're talking, you know, you're 21 to 30, kind of very arrogant, very uh, all male, you know. Um, I think that's kind of the stereotype that people tend to tend to think of. But just yeah. the, the diversity of the people at the event was incredible. I think in terms of a gender split, I, I'm not going to say it's 50-50, that would be a lie, but I, I think it was maybe about kind of two-thirds guys to a third women. And the the female projects got a lot of uh, a lot of support. We got a lot of uh, you know, World of Women was there, and there were some uh, female only panels. There, were, there was all sorts of stuff. They got some really really good support. And uh, in terms of ages, you know, it wasn't just twenty one to thirty either. I was speaking to a lady who came up to the Atomic Club booth, um, and she was I think in her early fifties, and she was like, "Hey, I'm just trying to figure out what this is all about," you know. You know, I, I like tech. I've loved tech my whole life, and this seems like where things are going. And it's it's been very very interesting to see, and it's it, it's a good sign that you know it's it's people who it, it's not just to, to use a stereotype. It's not just like white Americans. It's you know people from all sorts of different nationalities, all sorts of different cultures, all different parts of the world, all different ages. You know, 
that are just reveling and enjoying and learning more about this very new, very exciting space um, that we all want to be a part of. And it's so cool to see that that, that is the case, you know. Um, before I... <laughs> I've got a side note again. Um, Goblin Town, of course, before NFT NYC, um, were kind of the the trending um, NFT project. Um, some of the things that they have done in NYC this week have been both brilliant and bizarre. So they did a... Um, they've had this burger van, right? I think it's called Muck Burger Town or something, that they've had driving around NYC. Um, basically, they were just giving out free burgers. But they had these two... Um, people dressed up, I think, as goblins from Goblin Town. And their whole shtick was they don't speak any language. They just speak in tongues. So they would, like, grab a load of burgers, like, on a tray and just co- go up to people being just to random people. Like, that wasn't an imitation of, like, what they were saying. They weren't going, <laughs> you know, they weren't saying words, and I'm just paraphrasing. They were literally just going, blah, blah, blah. And, like, giving burgers out to people. People didn't know what to think. It was the most bizarre but also incredible thing. Um, I'm definitely not eating a burger from someone does that. (laughs) To be fair, I got one. It was quite nice. Um, (laughs) Man, it's... But, but, you know, there was Goblin Town, but also um, Cool Cats did some really cool things. The queue for um, Doodles... um, uh, the doodle space today was literally went halfway down a block. It was like two and a half hours to get into their space. Um, I I got to walk past where um, Board Eight Yacht Club were doing their thing on Pier Seventeen. Um, that looked like it was bouncing. Obviously, I couldn't go in. I'm not a, an A pole, unfortunately. But you know that it just seems like this entire city was just taken over by NFTs um, this week. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that, you know, from from Times Square itself and all the billboards to the biggest, you know, most well-known venues in the center of NYC itself, you know, everything just went NFT mad <laughs> this week. And it was a, it was a sight to behold. Yeah, it, it sounds like, it, I mean, from the outside, at least, it, it's looked like it has become a massive event, not just a confined to one part of Times Square. Uh, my question for you is who went the hardest? Which collection, which chain, who went all mm. in? That's a very good question. Um, in terms of what their booths looked like at the event, um, although this is probably a given since they were one of the title sponsors, uh, but Polygon um, kind of yeah. blew, blew people away with their presentation at the event. So um, I'll be kind of sharing a lot of these photos and things across the next few uh, weeks and possibly even months with the amount of content I've got here. But um, the Polygon's space was, was incredible. They had, um, you know, those projections that like, I, I'm not sure whether they're on fans or what they are, but kind of, you know, the kind of, um, it's just like these light show things where light, words come up and like, um, I'm explaining this incredibly poorly, but it looks, it looks like there's, you know, digital graphics like floating in the air. Like they had they had a space like that, and it was um, all of their booths and their entire space was like it was kind of cloud themed. 
so they have all these massive screens showing off like uh, you know why polygon's such an incredible chain all in this kind of mystical fantasy setting where you can you know, meet people on their team and shake their hands and they were showcasing some of the projects building on polygon as well and i mean as i said you, you couldn't really uh, escape polygon at nft and what not saying that you would want to but yeah they their presence was just unbelievable um mm. as i said goblin town was one of the most memorable just because of how bizarre it was and they also had, yep. an, they had an after party which uh, i believe generated some controversy this week because i think some tiktok comedian like got refused entry because he became very drunk and then he went on twitter and started slandering the team and Anyway, but yeah, they, they um, unannounced had Steve Aoki just turn up at an after party and do a set, which was cool. Um, I heard, uh, as I said, I think tonight Madonna's doing some after parties somewhere, which, I mean, that's pretty if strange. I'm honest, the last time she was relevant was about 20 years ago, but I think that's beside the point. <laughs> she, she's been very involved in crypto. It's, yeah, it's she, kind of she's, odd. She's, she's got her own I'm cool, collection, I, I believe. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, the artist Ferocious, um, he did a, a paint party which uh, went down incredibly well. Um, I think Beeple's been at a few um, events and things as well. Um, v Friends had a truck going around NYC. Um, the Cool Cats collection, I, I wrote an article about this prior to me going out to N- NYC. Um, I think it was titled, Will Cool Cats Steal the Show? And you'd be hard-pressed to say that they haven't. Um their kind of in real life version of their metaverse was an absolute masterstroke and the kind of the way that they presented themselves not just to nft collectors but to the public as well was amazing so uh, essentially if you weren't aware um cool cats cooltopia metaverse was basically recreated in a space in nyc and if you right. were like, if you were a cool pets holder or a cool pets holder, I, I do hold a cool pet just for uh, transparency's sake. And then, you know, you could get some exclusive rewards and things. But basically, the experience was the same for everybody. So you go in the door, uh, and like I said, it's open to the public, so anybody can go in. Um, you get this like wristband, and uh, you go up to like the uh, the actual metaverse area, and you've got like you've got these chests that you like you touch your wristband on and it gives you points and they've got this they have this like pirate game set up it was like this four player pirate game on this big stage and you were like you're in the ship and you were like shooting pirates with like water guns and stuff like on this big screen that was really cool um you have this like upside down world area you have these interactive screens you had it was just so so cool and i think i'm gonna write an article about this um quite soon so i don't want to spill the beans too much um but I think what they did the best was, and it's something I did not see anywhere else at NFT NYC this week, was that you saw families go in. Because Cool Cats is such a like, family-friendly, you know, quite cute collection, you know, families were coming in off the street with their kids, and the kids were walking around, yeah. or, you know, running around this um, metaverse area, being like, oh my god, this is so cool, you know, pointing at all the cats and, like all the really cool stuff they had but i think one of one of the best things they did was that anybody who attended you know you went around you did these activities you pressed your your wristband against things you would get points and those points could be exchanged for merch at the merch booth and it wasn't like oh you get a sticker or you get like i don't know a, a stress ball or whatever it was like hey if you do all the activities here you can get like this really cool, pretty expensive plushie, like the ones they're doing with uh, Toikido, that are like $40 each. But if you just turn up and you have one of the activities, you can take it home for free. Um, 
yeah, it was really some really cool merch. They had a milk bar because, of course, they are they're a cat based collection. So you could <laughs> you could exchange <laughs> your points for like themed food and drink and so oh, it was that they did something that I've not seen any collection do so far. It's have that kind of public appeal where you know families and kids off the street will walk past and like this is cool. Oh, I can go into this. I can experience this. Oh, this is that NFT thing. Oh, actually, this is really cool. This looks really, really nice. Oh, you've got activities. Like, I'm loving it. Like, the kids are loving it. This is awesome. And I think that's that's so important to, like, build, I guess, what I'll term, like, the Web3 generation. You know, kids growing up now that are kind of going to grow up with NFTs and crypto and Web3 technology. It's so, so, so cool. Um, so, no, sorry, that was my um, overly verbose answer to, uh, <laughs> to your question there. But No, no, um, that's, that's interesting. That's... I think with the um, the cool cats thing, it, I, I definitely attracting a, a wider spectrum is going to be important in as we mentioned earlier. You know, rebranding NFTs. Um, well, I think one of the coolest things about crypto at the moment is because of all the money and all the um, attention it gets, you have to innovate to get eyes. Yeah. So. People are just doing the coolest stuff where they're just trying to get attention. And I mean, maybe that's a little bit shallow. Maybe that's just how life goes these days. You know, we're in a, the you know, thanks to the internet, we're in a vast world where there's just a sea of content and to get people's attention is very difficult now. Yeah. Um, but it's also very cool for the consumer because you just end up seeing loads of weird stuff like you know, people as just as goblins giving out burgers, for example. <laughs> Um, so it's, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool. One thing I was a little bit confused about is you were saying um, some of the people that were attending the event were just sort of NFT curious. They they had no sort of background um, in NFTs. Did they not have to pay like the six or seven hundred dollar entrance fee? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there was anybody there that was kind of comped in. Let's say I don't think there's anyone that got in for free. So so yes, it, it was an expensive event to attend. God, that um, that's expensive. Curious. But, I mean, as a, <laughs> as I said, things like uh, the big collections. You know, your your board up yacht. Well, board up yacht club's a bit different because they had held an exclusive event. But um, cool cats, yeah. doodles, um, goblin town. Um, ferocious all these people uh, you know they didn't have booths in nft myc on the actual like show floor they just went and did their own stuff around new york so cool cats in particular completely free you could just walk past and think huh Hmm. this is cool i will go in um and and i think that's That's a a genius move from i'm not sure if it's clon himself that came up with that but that's such a really really cool idea um, but yes, yeah. as I said, for those that are curious and just walking around, yes, it was um, it was pricey. <laughs> it was pricey to figure that out. But as I said, there were loads of like free things. I mean, just standing in Times Square was. I mean, you know, usually you've got your ads for you know your Rolexes and Uniqlo and you know American Eagle or whatever. But to see yeah. all of that taken over by Polygon. Um, crypto punks wax studios um you know polygons yeah i saw that massive the massive wax ad um in Times square yeah that was um really really cool to see um i know that we as atomica we we kind of we did put in some some av loops and a few things haven't seen them on Times square myself 
But I mean, I'm sure they've been showed there at some point, and it's just been what a what a crazy week. What a crazy week it's been. Um, I will say, as much as it's been really cool to be here, because it is like so full on all day, every day, from like the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. I am looking forward to when I fly back, getting a bit of just and breathe and just reset, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just you know, get my head back in reality. But I mean. I think I'm still here for another, uh, I think another 18 to 24 hours or so. I'm going to enjoy drinking as much Gatorade and eating as much Hershey's chocolate as I can. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, if I can just give you a little tip here. Um, So I've never been to uh, crypto events, but as you know, I've worked in different industries and I've gone to big events in in other industries. Mm -hmm. And uh, once the event finishes those after parties are crazy when everyone because the people that have been stressed as balls trying to hit all the (laughs) deadlines and make sure everything goes ticking over nicely they can now let their hair down so you need to you need to hit those parties tonight because you're going to be able to blackmail a hell of a lot of people in this industry (laughs) by tomorrow morning yeah i mean there's um the list of after parties and events going on at at an mtm where it's just it's just incredible. It seems like every night there's like fifteen to twenty different events you could go to. It's uh, yeah, it, it, it's incredible. So, so no, I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, well, I, I'm maybe not looking forward so much as to how I might feel tomorrow morning, but I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the evening ahead. Let's say. Well, so, I mean, uh, your your diet of, of Hershey's and Gatorade is really only going to give you a sugar rush. So no, that's a, that's a, you a, might need to uh, up that a bit. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, yeah, speaking of food, like I, I know it's a bit of an aside to the podcast, but how do I describe American food? Like it, it's you don't have like and i know i'm i'm basically just talking to rob now <laughs> but you know in That's the uk right. you can't you can't really like walk down the street and like just go into like a family owned restaurant and like have a really good like there's not really like an independent family owned food like food scene really like you walk down and you you either have your really expensive restaurants or you have your mcdonald's and your burger king kfc but it's it's refreshing to be in a place like NYC where yeah of course you've got your massive McDonald's and like you know you've got um, a Dunkin' Donuts and a Krispy Kreme like all over the place but you walk down any street you'll also see like oh you know family owned since the 50s like a really cool Italian or like a really cool burger place or the infamous 99 cent pizza shop <laughs> it, it's just it, it's it, it, I, I'm basically just selling new york as a place here but um sure d- definitely go if you ever get the chance it's um it's very full-on so as much as it's a really yeah, cool place I've... i think to live here you've got to be a special kind of person i don't know if i'm that kind of person but to experience it's it's like nothing else yeah i'm definitely not that, not that kind of person um i've been to several places in in the u.s but i've never i've still haven't been to new york somehow i've managed to dodge it not that i'm trying uh, the, the I'd say yeah in the UK the the only I mean I don't know what we're talking about at this point but whatever we're we're in it now um, I'd say in the UK the only like family owned restaurants are um, non uh, English cuisine although Indian basically is English cuisine but I was going to say like Indian Chinese <laughs> yeah 
uh, they they tend to be like family owned. But other than that, yeah, you're completely right. We do, we don't really we don't really have many family owned restaurants. Um, the food every time I've been to the US, the food just blows my mind. Like mm-hmm. the 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 cliche about portion size is a hundred percent accurate. It's <laughs> absolutely mind blowing to me. Like to it's honestly off putting when they deliver the food in front of me because I'm just like ah, oh, I almost don't want it. There's just too much. There's too much. Yeah. I feel ill. Maybe we're going too far down the uh, the food rabbit hole here. But last night um, we went out to uh, like a family owned restaurant to eat, and um, I had like a, a chicken parmigiana. So you know, basically a pizza but made of chicken instead of like dough. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was expecting it to be you know reasonably sized. Like the thing that turned up like engulfed the plate. I was like, yeah, how am I going to eat this? <laughs> like it's, but I, oh man, it, it was very nice. It was very nice in hindsight. Um, can I remember the name of the place? No, I cannot off the top of my head. But uh, hey, if I don't remember, I'll, I'll be right. heading back there sometime. Put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember it, yeah. Um, but, but no, it's it's just been. I know I've said it's been an incredible week about five times now, but seriously, world words just fail to describe what this week has been like. Um, and uh, fingers crossed uh, for for NFT NYC twenty twenty three, or in fairness, any event that's going to happen um, in the near future. Um, I hope to see you guys there. I know from our side, and, and although nothing's confirmed yet, uh, you know we're looking at uh, big gaming conventions as well. You know your Gamescoms and your Dreamhacks yeah. and your Tokyo Game Show and things. So yeah, it'll be. Um, I'm interested to see if I'm, I'm able to catch uh, to catch any of you guys um, out there at those. I know um, if anybody's going to be in London um, next month for the Global NFT Summit, um, I will be there, and so will another member of the Atomic Hub team. So hey, if you're a, if you're in Europe or if you're in the UK and you you want to go attend a, a cool cool NFT event, you know you're going to meet yourself, going to meet some other really cool people in the industry. I think the CEO of Polygon's going to be there, so uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a good event. Then uh, yeah, hopefully I'll see you there. But yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm hoping to go to basically everything um going forward uh I, like i said i you know i wish i was in in new york for this the only thing i the, my only criticism of these events is the the ticket prices for ordinary people uh, is not inclusive is yeah it? it's, it's not i i, completely I don't agree love that um as as i am aware i don't know this for myself although i have been told um so you know this is second hand but regardless uh, I've heard a few people say that it was more expensive both on the kind of the, the visitor side and the exhibitor side this time around than it was uh, when they did NFT NYC 2021 back in November. Right. Um, so I guess time will tell what the pricing will be for NFT London or what the pricing will be for NFT NYC 2023. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I, I do hope that um, these kind of events do become more accessible from a, from a visitor point of view, from a public point of view i think i I don't want this to sound like i'm criticizing the organizers but it it, it is priced in a way that you know the general public that might be interested but don't you know they don't want to spend six hundred dollars but i mean you know somebody who's who likes nfts or is like into collectibles or you know holds you know an ape or a punk or whatever they might look at six hundred dollars and be like yeah that seems reasonable um yeah, I think if we if we do want to take Web three and NFTs properly mainstream, I do think we need to kind of open these events up so uh, 
so everybody can attend them, you know, or at least make the, yeah. the ticket price reasonable. Let's say. I mean, I think if we if we opened up this event NFT NYC 2022 to the public, I think the the kind of the expo floors would have just been literally crammed. I think they were crammed enough with <laughs> with uh, all the attendees this time around. But yeah, I do hope we can make these um make these events more more inviting to uh, the the crypto curious, and uh, I think that would do wonders for um for for, for, for you know making people aware of the. Uh, the NFT space and helping to onboard people into it. Yeah, I'd I'd rather they put the the price hikes on exhibitors, and you could use the fact that you're lowering prices for tickets so that more people attend and they get more eyes. I mean, six hundred dollars is just unconscionable to yeah. to me. It, like m- my friends going to um, the full weekend of uh, Formula One at Silverstone, nice. and that was. 350 pounds and that's a major major like Mm. like for the full weekend camping everything for 350 and yeah nft nyc is 600 dollars. that just seems it just seems too much and and we've discussed this loads you know with beta passes and and everything I, i i just want i want it to be more inclusive because some of the most wholesome stuff that's come out of web3 so far is how it's enabled developing nations in various ways from play to earn to uh, borderless money and being able to store wealth without the government being able to attack it um, in particularly corrupt nations. So I I just like it to be inclusive and I, you know, I don't want to go all hippie about this, but uh, it is, I'm gradually turning into a John Lennon song here, but uh, I just, yeah, I just want to see more uh, inclusiveness within, within crypto and $600 is is just a bit, bit steep, but still uh, the event has been worth the the money it's not that it's not worth it uh it, it seems uh absolutely unbelievable is there any news that's come out um there i've seen a few bits and pieces uh like yeah. the article i wrote today was um blanco's block party announced at the event that they are going to be listed on the epic games store yes. which is pretty cool so they're the second game to be listed after grit which is gala games um, anything else any other pieces of news I might have missed um, I'm going to try and remember what the biggest stories were although I'm almost certainly going to uh, to miss off um, more than a few items sure. here because of the, sh- the sheer number of news and things that have been announced to, I mean I've FTMYC jumped you with this question been, uh, yeah, yeah but uh, the, the sheer number <laughs> of things that have been announced have just been incredible so um, it wasn't necessarily at NFT NYC, but of course, for, for those listeners, um, you know, most of you are fans of the Wax blockchain. Um, Wax Studios announced their second game, Music Mogul. Uh, the initial pack drop is on June the 28th, and I believe that's going to be $75. Um, they want it to be, or they claim, it is a, uh, it will be a kind of a, a, you're going to kind of gather musicians and create a, create a music empire. There's going to be PVP elements, there's going to be PVE elements as well. Um, so yeah, yeah I uh, I did actually interview Michael Rubinelli this week, so I'll have um, have some exclusive words on that coming to NFT Insider soon. But um, yeah, you were to to look out for that. Um, Doodles was probably one of the biggest announcements this week. So they've brought on Pharrell as their CEO, COO. Basically, if you've not seen it, there's already been about a dozen crypto sites uh, discuss this, um, like from a pure business sense and longativity. Doodles is, um, and for those of you not aware, Doodles is like a, it's basically a profile picture collection based on Ethereum. 
um, they've done some some massive things this week. So so definitely go and look that up uh, if you're interested. And they're they're definitely building mm. for the future. Let's say I, I will say on the ground from a booth point of view from, from like uh, the games that were there, like the proper you know your triple A's triple A quality games. A lot of them were saying, "Hey, look at this demo, but our games come in 2023." You know, I spoke to quite a lot right, of games yeah. that um, you know have uh, very very high end talent on them, but um, you know they're they're just not ready yet. So I think the biggest news came from you know the likes of Doodles. Um, I have to I have mentioned Cool Cats so much this week, but I'm just such a such a fan of what they've done. Um, so Cool Cats released their uh, their store. Um, you know their, their their new merch store, which is which is really cool. I actually um, looking over at my desk over there. I've got one of their exclusive plushies. I've got one of their sweatshirts. Some other really cool stuff as well, which is awesome. Um, God, what else has there been? Um, <laughs> if I'm honest, I can't really do justice to all the things that have been announced. So I wouldn't usually no, I, do that. I, I, that. I, I wouldn't usually do this, but just go to Google and type in NFT NYC news, and you'll get the biggest you'll get the biggest um, notes from there. I know um, if you're subscribed to Wax's newsletter, then they've been doing uh, daily recaps of um, everything that they've announced. So that might be something for you to check out if uh, if you're a fan of the Wax blockchain. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, there's there's been various other. Um, sort of crypto media kind of break down everything that's been announced um and there's been there's been a lot there's been a lot from polygon from solana from avax from uh um from moonpay uh from shopify oh man shopify's shop that's uh, that was a huge one so yeah shopify entering the other uh, web3 in the nft space um moon really? moonpay with their what they called it hypermint so that's their they're moving into nfts as well um yeah, so so basically, Cool Cats. Uh, I think it's Cool Cats, Goblin Town, a couple of other people have. Um, they now have shops that are powered by um, Shopify's new um, kind of entry into. Uh, Shopify just called it Shop, which is confusing when you talk about it in this context. But anyway, yeah, so, so yeah, they're, they're, they're making moves into into that. But how the hell do they trademark that? I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so, SEO yeah, be damned. There, there are. Uh, there's a lot of. Um, traditional companies looking at the space. I'm pretty sure Sandbox had an announcement this week, but for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. Their booth space was incredible, by the way. They had like, sofas and like one of those 3D projection thingies as well. That's so dope. Um, yeah, just I, I, I'm going to be publishing a lot of this stuff um, and, and some of the exclusive stuff I've got over the next coming weeks. I think it's going to take yeah. me that long to get through everything, <laughs> everything that I've that I've covered and everybody I've spoken to here. But but yeah, if you want to know the details. Um, yeah, Google's going to be your best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, just, I just wanted an overview from... Because it's, it's kind of cool. We're in a cool position here where we're getting the immediate debrief while everything's still fresh in your mind. Because, you know, I, I always think, oh, I'll remember all of this. And then two days later, I'm like, yeah, did I go to that event? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, no, no, yeah, I, I, this is cool. This, that Shopify one is great. That's a crazy entrance into, into Web3 because they've become a titan of e-commerce. Yeah, absolutely. They, um, f- from a Web two point of view, they kind of well, they're they're one of the few companies that kind of rule the roost. Um, yeah. So uh, it's it's huge. It's huge. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I just <laughs> so this this, this week's been so full on. It's um, it's 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of just. I, I think I'm starting to come down from like my super energetic. I've been talking to people all day, and now kind of sliding into my. Okay, yeah, I, I can take yeah. a breath. But I mean, it's, you're yeah. I was um, a, a project I was speaking to earlier um, was um, somebody from Satoshi Island. I don't know if you've heard of that project. I have, but I can't really remember anything about it. So basically, they claim that they like own an island. Um, I can't remember exactly where they say it is, but they want to turn this island into like a a, a Web three city, effectively, like a home for all things crypto and Web three. Um, oh, I remember I've, reading about this. I, I've not. I, I, I will admit, I've not looked into it properly, uh, but I did get to chat to several members of the team, and they were really cool guys. Um, I need to take a deeper look into that, if I'm honest. But that that does sound very cool. Um, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, and uh, just on that note, um, I got in a conversation with a friend after a few beers recently about this. It is cheaper to buy an island than you might think. Uh, I, we found a few that are affordable. That, you know, they're not they're not ideally located, yeah. but they are affordable. So um, that's I don't know why more people aren't doing this. They could they could they could be Web three cities everywhere, but uh, obviously the internet uh, would be great. I, if you're I think in. I think the Korean the South Korean government um, claimed that they wanted to make uh, Seoul the first Web three city. Um, quite how they're going to do that I'm unsure but if any place is going to do it the capital of South Korea will be that place um, you know but the, I, I, there's so many things that I've seen I mean, not at NFT NYC but I saw a video that was posted to LinkedIn um, two or three weeks ago where someone basically it, it, it was just uh, 3D graphics but it was um, a showcase of what uh, like an augmented reality metaverse could look like if you know AR proper AR glasses become a thing uh, and that, yeah. that blew my mind and if it, it, I mean, if that happens in my lifetime, I'll be the luckiest guy on planet Earth. <laughs> um, yeah, so just to kind of clarify on that Shopify deal, I think I may have... Uh, I don't think I said anything incorrect, but just to clarify exactly what they're doing there. So they've opened... A, 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 they now have um, token-gated um, hubs. So with the Cool Cats example, um, if I own a Cool Cat, I can verify that through... Shopify, and that will allow me access right. to particular um, items or things. Which uh, it is their first step towards moving into, um, you know, NFTs and uh, and the Web three market. But that's a that's a masterstroke. I think they've they've already partnered with a lot of the big collections uh, that were at NFT NYC, as I've said. Um, but man it, it it is and i know there's a certain subset of the community which is like ah oh, you know we don't want all these big you know international brands and companies coming into this like decentralized space you know it's supposed to be for the community etc um but I, i'll say i i'm not one that um subscribes to that train of thinking um i i, I just because you know a brand such as hsbc or Spotify, or you know whoever it is, um, enters the uh, the space. That doesn't. I don't think that devalues crypto or devalues NFTs or all the communities that we've built. Uh, and I think that the, the the attention that they'll bring and and the money and the investment and how serious they're taking this is a is a great sign for Web three moving forward. Yeah, we, we've discussed that. Uh, I think on the last podcast that 
it's really an indicator and certainly in downturns it's where I go to for comfort that there's just god knows how many billions of pounds invested in um in web3 by a major major organization that wouldn't do a play like that without you know <clears throat> doing their uh their due diligence so yeah. and also i don't i don't know what the people that don't want these big companies in web3 i'm i'm a i'm not sure what they think's gonna happen if i mean it'll just never really catch on it will never grow to where mm. we want it to be but even if you were to play devil's advocate and say okay we never have these big brands in there and web3 just builds organically on its own those big organizations from web2 they'll just be web3 versions Absolutely. people will just create yeah i mean there's just no way it's like you're saying oh we we want to live in a world with capitalism without capitalism it, yeah. It, yeah it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense so yeah i, I never understand that yeah, I that think, inquiry. I think that's more of a cryptocurrency argument, like with Bitcoin and stuff like that, as a, an alternative for government-controlled currencies. That makes more sense to me. But saying no to major companies is just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think there's been um, on that note there have been kind of some detractors of the NFT NYC event. As I said before, some people to think you know in-person events, you know, aren't aren't the way to go. You know, because we're we're a digital or very much a digital focused industry. Which I, I think we we've already discussed that, but. There were a lot of people, I saw some people in the WAX community, but also some more generally on, on Twitter and places saying that, oh, you know, we're in this bear market, nobody's going to turn up, you know, there's you know, there's people that aren't going to attend, that have like sponsored it and all this. And, and leading up to the event, there were loads of people that thought, that whether they're being skeptics, whether they were trolling, whether they're being legit, there were definitely some people that were being legit. Um, thought that NFT NYC was going to be, you know, was going to be a disaster or not as good as people thought it was going to be, and that has uh, definitely proven to be false. I think it's um, <laughs> from everybody yep. that I have, uh, everybody that I have spoken to and interacted with, it's been uh, just uh, just an unbelievable, unbelievable event um, with the announcements, with the people that have been here, um, and some of the connections that we've made you know it's um not not just for me as NFT insider or atomica or wax but everybody at that venue you know everybody's been able to get to meet and interact with their favorite collections their favorite chains you know people that you know as i said i was able to shake william quigley's hand for the first time in my life which is you know, something i've wanted to do since i joined the wax space but you know it's such a um it was just such an incredible experience and i can't wait for it to happen again yeah i'm i'm I was going to say I'm with you. I'm sadly not with you. Uh, <laughs> you I'm, wish I'm you were. Very, I'm very far away. Uh, but yeah, ho hopefully we get the same sort of experience in um, NFT London and uh, I'll definitely be there for uh, next year's NFT NYC. Um, yeah, I mean, we've covered a, covered a lot of ground. Is there anything we've we've missed? We are, we've ticked over the hour mark, I've noticed. Yeah, which, we have, which is uh, a lot longer than I thought we was going to go, but, you know. It, I, it's crazy, isn't it? We, we, can't, we can't not do an hour-long plus podcast these days. <laughs> I swear we were like, okay, we need to make sure we have enough content to, to hit the hour mark in the early days. And now it's like, I wasn't even really in this episode. This was, this was you going through your debrief. <laughs> we're still well over an hour. Yeah, no, it's um, God, honestly I could keep talking about NFT NYC for another like three four hours, but uh, I think we've got to give the <laughs> listeners a bit of a break from my from my bad audio qualities. So. <laughs> um, just it's not to, too bad. It's not too bad. A little uh, bit tinny. Okay, but yeah, I mean, just to uh, just I'm, I'm not going to say NFT NYC was incredible again. It is, but I 
kind of beaten that uh, beaten that to death with a, a very long and sharp <laughs> stick. So I'll, I'll I'll end with something else. Um, I think for those of you guys that are, I mean, obviously many of you as listeners are, are fans of the uh, the Wax blockchain and everything that's going on there. Um, I, I, without going into too much detail, I have. Um, you know, obviously, I've spoken to the Wax team. I've spoken to Wax Studios. Um, I've obviously been at a lot of been a lot of meetings with the Atomic Hub team, uh, and also spoken to a lot of um, very good quality games that are coming to the Wax blockchain. And when I say very good quality, I am a gamer first. I've always been a gamer. When I say good quality, I mean you know a proper game. You know, not a clicker. Not a, hey, you can stake and get token rewards. You know, proper games. So, I'm, I'm, absolutely, I'm incredibly, more than anything else, I think NFT NYC has just kind of reaffirmed how excited I am personally for, um, for NFTs and the Web3 space. Um, of course, what is most relevant to me at the moment is what's going on with Wax and what's going on with Atomic Hub and uh, and that. And um, yeah, there was there's some very exciting things coming, and I can't wait to see them come to fruition. So there we go. Yeah, I think you know, you were saying obviously there's always heralds of the apocalypse saying, "Oh, the event's going to be a disaster. This will be a disaster. Everything's going to crash and burn and die." But I think in this climate where we're you know in a proper bear market everyone's struggling inside and outside of crypto is an absolute nightmare at the moment i think that's the time you need these sort of events the most to you know refocus you on what we saw when we first joined the space and when you're on a bull run it's so easy to be like i knew i was right this is amazing but then when you know wax is at nine cents and you're like God, I was right, wasn't I? Like, what, I can't, I'm starting to get a bit worried. And then you, these events are like, oh, no, 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 no. Nothing's changed. Nothing has actually changed. We, yeah. We're still heading towards the same the same place. So, yeah, I think, I think it's, these events are especially important at times like yeah. this. I think the one of the overriding things that I heard over and over and over again in NFT NYC was, yes, it is a bear market. But one, that is a time to build. And two... Regardless of the bear market, look at what we've done here. 16,000 people hit NYC for this event. We took over Times Square. We took over Radio City Music Hall. We took over the Palladium. Bordeaux Yacht Club took over Pier 17. You know, all of these prominent places and, uh, you know, I've not even gotten into the collections that hired out venues that weren't part of NFT NYC, like, you know, Goblin Town and Cool Cats and, and you know, V Friends and all these incredible people and question people and ferocious and just just everybody. It's, you know, it, it, yes, it is a bear market, but that's, that bear market's a short term, like in the grand scheme of things. Like you know, there's hmm. still there's money coming into the place, uh, into the space. There's talent. There's investments. There's, you know, very smart people uh, that are looking at the space and thinking, you know, this this is the future. You know, this is Web three. This is NFTs. This is metaverse. This is crypto, and this is going to be big in five, ten, fifteen years time. It doesn't matter whether the market is bear or bull. You know, if you're short term and you're looking to make some money, like on, quite quickly, then sure. But if you're a, you know, if you're a person, if you're a project, if you're a brand, if you're a collector that is looking long term, then 
I, I think coming out of NFT NYC 2022, there is nothing but positivity and good news for it. So, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it certainly sounds like that. Um, although you did just send me, perhaps it's because it's 25 to 1 in the morning here, um, <laughs> but you just sent me into a dark philosophical shower thought where okay. I started worrying about something that I'm just going to put to you because, I mean, let's face it, I don't imagine we have many listeners left at this point. Uh, you know, we're, we're somewhere over over an hour of a, of a debrief of an event. But anyway, um, my dark shower thought was if... Web3 becomes fully mainstream and it's just the norm. Mm-hmm. Will we lose this community we have? Because, the, you know, it's not attached to anything. It's just the norm. That's just the normal. Like you don't have a community for normal life. Normal life just creates communities for the things that are sort of separate. It's a very good question. Um, That'd be sad. I don't, I don't think, like, the, the communities that we built, and when I say we, I mean, you know, not just you know, blockchains themselves and marketplaces. I mean, individual creators and, and, you know, their communities and all the communities that are built up around Web3 and NFTs, I can't see them going anywhere. I think, if anything, being here at NFT NYC has shown how powerful these communities are, you know. Yeah. I, I had somebody come up to me today, and I, if you're listening to this, I think you will be, and um, forgive me for not remembering your name, but you came up to me and said, hey, you're the guy that bought that one-of-one one crypto flash NFT. And I was like, <laughs> man, there's I, I've met someone who is also a fan of this particular artist on Wax. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've met the guy. And, you know, we went for dinner. And yeah, I, I, I don't think that um, the brands and the companies and the people and all this money and all this investment, I don't think that's going to fundamentally change what the, the communities." Uh, that Web3 and NFTs are built around. Um, will we see changes or may there be a perception change? I do think there might be a perception change. Um, but, I mean, long live the communities that we've built so far. And I can only see them growing. And, I, and I, genuinely, I don't think that outside money, outside companies, outside business, whatever it is, is is going to change what we've built so far. So... I think it's a. No. It, it, I think it's a good point to bring Hopefully up. Not. I think it's a good point to bring up. Um, but the, I, I think it takes events like this to really understand how powerful the communities we've built are, and how just how strong and how valuable those um, those connections are that we've built. You know, being able to take those connections from digital to the real world is incredibly powerful. So you know, like I said, now when I think of uplift or um, Metaforce Comics or Polygon or Wax or, you know, whoever it is, or Josh from Strand Studios is the first time I got to see him. You know, I'm not going to think of those as, you know, a, a profile picture and a voice and a top half of a body behind a Zoom call. I'm going to think, you know, I know your name, I know your face, I know what you sound like. I, You know, you, we're friends. Yeah. Like, generally, we're not just internet buddies. You know, there's... Connections are so interpersonal connections are you know without getting too philosophical are one of the great kind of wonders of life and you know i think what we've been able to build so far as i said in web3 with with those and what have been reaffirmed through events through nft nyc i don't think um is going to go away anytime soon so there again is my uh 
quite verbose and quite philosophical answer, but <laughs> there we go. I think we nearly hit uh, our second track on the John Lennon inspired album <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, but but I agree with it. Um, okay. All right, this, before we go off on, well, I, I just think the later it gets for me and the more you decompress, we're just going to get more philosophical and more yeah. off base. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so so um, um, well, maybe we should wrap it. Yeah, we haven't discussed whether we want to do an outro or not. So it, for those of you listening to this, obviously it's going to be titled Mint One Live, so it's not a, it's not a numbered entry in the podcast series. So no. we'll, be, we'll be back to normal proceedings uh, next week, I believe. Uh, yeah, with uh, yeah. With... Uh, hopefully better audio from my side but uh, our usual our usual ramblings on all things um blockchain gaming and web three um but yeah uh, until then just a short form of my outro i am uh, at hydropowered h-y-d-r-o-p-w-r-d uh, on everything twitch twitter um instagram youtube clubhouse all of that um and for all things nft insider you can head to nftinsider.io and you can find everything from there uh, rob what about you Yep, I'll give it a short form one. Um, TokenGamer.io, TokenGamer News on Twitter, TokenGamer on Twitch, TokenGamer on YouTube, um, TokenGamer app on Apple and Android for Wax users. Um, thank you and good night. Yeah. The, we, we, if we can do it this quick every time, <laughs> why do we always take so long? <laughs> well, I think it's usually because we've always got something more detailed to say. It's like, I, I, I don't really yeah. have anything to say other than I'll be back next week with more stuff and you know we usually have like more more announcements let's say but but hey yeah um, i've not done any but that that's fine we we yeah this is a, a strange new live episode but let us know what you think of live episodes because we will do an actual live episode where people can listen live um going forward i think we're looking at doing that and then um adding some video into the mix so you can i mean you, you'll be familiar with john's face but my face is mostly a cartoon to most people um so <laughs> i will say something uh, I, was, I will jump on there something i was thinking about earlier in the event it was that it'd be really cool whether it's a future nft nyc or possibly even nft london to do like live on stage version of the podcast i don't know whether like, there's like scope we need a few more listeners that. for that ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Can you but, imagine um, being on stage and it's just Josh in the audience? <laughs> oh no, I think we uh, I think we got some people in, you know. Um, but hey, um, yeah, this has been this has been awesome. It's been uh, it's been awesome to talk talk all things NFT NYC. We'll be back to normal proceedings next week. And uh, yeah, if you've got any feedback on this episode, let us know in our respective social channels. Our Discords are probably the best places to find us. The uh, is it Discord.gg forward slash Token Gamer? Or have you got like? Do you know our custom URL yet? So, so we did have one, but I think we've lost one booster and oh, it's dropped us out of tier four, so we can't do it anymore. Uh, that's exciting. <laughs> uh, so just go to tokengamer.io and then click the Discord link. Uh, cool. It's probably the route right now. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, you want to reach out to me, you, you know where to find me, or it's discord.gg4 slash NFT Insider. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Normal proceedings resume next week. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you then. We'll hear, cool. we'll, you you'll, you'll tune in then. See, we yeah, still can't, tune, still tune can't do like a, a proper outro. Well, the wheels will still come off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except, if anything, if we keep going, which we're not going to, it would just get worse. So, yeah, um, yeah. See you next week. <laughs>